Welcome to This Is Nursing, a podcast about nurses by nurses. Let's get going. Welcome to This is Nursing. It's a podcast about nurses by nurses, where we talk with nurses about their work and all the things that make their jobs exciting, complex, and unique. I'm Vicki, and I'm here with Tyler, a colleague and a pal. We're a couple of AHS nurses and your hosts today as we explore the world of nursing. Today on our show, we're just going to talk with each other. Uh, we're sort of taking a knee and a pause and talk about the state of the world and give you a little bit of update, um, an update about our podcast and where we're going with it. So, uh, Tyler, how are you doing today? Doing well, thank you. You know, I, as we were doing that intro, I had to think, what's this podcast about again? The, um... <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned it. <laughs> That's great, though. Um, I, I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm good. You know what? It's Friday. Uh, for all those yep. that don't know what day it is that we're recording this, it's Friday. It's a little, um, little cool outside, but uh, I'm excited for the weekend and um, yeah, doing well. Can't complain. Great. Not that complaining would do you any good. That's what they used to say. Right? <laughs> I suppose, but I'm very good at it. <laughs> so we're here to talk about uh, where we've come so far. Tyler, do you want to give us a little snapshot on the podcast? Well, you know, this the podcast started as just an idea, right? And um, so, I, I mean, I'm just thrilled where that some, you know, when you're when I, some ideas come to life and you watch them come to life, and it was um, it's just been really exciting so far. We've done uh, a few episodes now, and it seems like people are listening and uh, you know enjoying, which is great because the whole purpose of the podcast, the passion behind the podcast, was to get people talking about nursing and, and getting excited about this great profession in this organization of ours. And I think we're, you know, we're starting to do that. And so I'm just really, um, I'm excited. And, you know, we, we talk a lot, of, you know, we will continue to improve some of the, we're not, um, I'm not very technologically savvy given that it's 2021, but we'll continue to get, tweak some of those things, I think. But we and we have a good plan for the next year or so. We've kind of mapped out a, a bunch of episodes that I think will be really, really good and, and really deliver on this this plan to um, share all of the all of the great things that is that are nursing here and in our MHS. So I'm personally quite excited in this moment, if you can't tell. <laughs> Well, I am too, and I have a lot of fun uh, chatting with you, Tyler, and with our um, guests that we have uh, on the podcast. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely echo your comments about not being technical, technologically savvy. I've been told that I'm a bit old. <laughs> I should get All with right. the times. Uh, yeah. We realize that um, this podcast may not be reaching people who use uh, Android phones, so we're going to work on that. And uh, as Tyler said, yeah, we've got a whole um, plan of topics and whatnot. So yeah, I'm having a good time too. Also very excited. I keep I keep meaning to update my MySpace to to say that um, <laughs> that the podcast is maybe that'll be a help. Are you still friends with Tom? Joke. 
I know. That one's that joke's gonna fall flat though. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah probably not. Stuff. Nobody's gonna get that joke. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, today uh, we're here. I mean, despite all of the jokes and the laughter, we're we're kind of we wanted to take a pause um and just kind of talk about what nurses are feeling sort of the state of our world what um the collective experience has been we are in the midst of the fourth wave of the COVID-19 pandemic um this has been a really hard 18 months I think for a lot of people I think one could say that there was a moment of um sort of uh easier breathing somewhere in the middle there uh, but I think this is not a time of easy breathing. Um, sorry, please excuse the pun. Uh, and so here we are. Everyone is working hard. Um, the entire collaborative care team is um, basically just giving their all, trying to keep Albert, uh, Albertans um, safe and healthy. And when they are not safe and healthy, trying to do their best to take care of them and their families. And so that's what we're here to talk about today. Um, I mean, I'm tired and I don't work at the front line. Tyler, how you feel? Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. Like I, all of, you know, that, that's a good question. Um, what, what is it that you do? Um, you're on my team. I don't know uh, what you do. I'm just kidding, of course. <laughs> you but I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, you know, we, we don't, yeah, there we're among those teams that aren't right now, currently anyway, um, on the front line and um, more on that, I guess in a bit of a, in a second, but I mean, we were a little bit about our team perhaps um, yeah. that made made us, made me think about about this pandemic, uh, even like not that we don't live it all day, every day, but um, you know, us, we, you and I both work with for the nursing professional practice team for the Associate Chief Nursing Office here at AHS. And, and I would like to hear, you know, more about um, your 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 perspective on that. But um, what, yeah. some of the things that we do, yeah. How about you go ahead? You, well, you, you take it. I mean, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, so we work in the nursing professional practice office, and it's this little team. There are six of us uh, essentially that um, work to support. Uh, nursing professionals to really um, excel in their role, to understand their their scope of practice, to understand how to work collaboratively, to understand, uh, you know, what um, regulations and legislation and clinical policy and um, evidence-informed practice and all of these things do for them in their lives. Um, and so a little bit of kind of interpreting, but then also really trying to dive into some of the weeds of what um, types of language need to exist in documentation and in uh, connect care and uh, in all the things that we do in our day as nurses. And so, yep, it's a desk job. It's totally different. I'm not getting my steps in like I used to. Uh, I'm still holding my bladder. Sorry, TMI. But um, <laughs> it's, it is totally different. But the, our team, I think, is... Um, it's kind of hidden. I actually don't know if people even really know that we exist some days. I think mm -hmm. they don't. I mean, we have, uh, there's this, um, as you know, Tyler, the practice consultation line, which is practice.consultation at ahs.ca. So that's an email intake line where people can write questions in and uh, we'll help them sort out not only the answer to the question, but how we got to that answer and sort of troubleshoot how to do a similar thing in future with other questions. 
but I do feel like we're kind of this hidden little department and um, we have been working on COVID related things throughout the pandemic. Um, so, I mean, there, there are a lot of examples and I'll give you a few in a moment here, but I think uh, our team has definitely been connected to what's happening. Um, we have uh, been requested to submit our information for potential redeployment a number of times, uh, and we're ready and willing to go if we need to. But, um, you know, it's, there's also these other things that need to be developed and often very urgently. And so uh, we're working with our partners in um, clinical knowledge content management or um, clinical policy services or uh, interprofessional practice and, and regulation. Um, who am I missing? Clinical transition education. There are just so many partners that we have that we work with to develop things for frontline nurses. Uh, and um yeah, just, uh, I think, um, feeling some, a portion of what people are experiencing out there. So I don't that know, does very, that very, resonate with you? That was very, very well said. I, I should have, I guess we are recording it, but uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it makes me, it harkens back to earlier this summer when, when it was a little okay, and we finally got to see some family, and my father-in-law was here visiting, and I was working one day, and I was sitting at my desk and feverishly working all day, and he's like, it seems to me all you do is set up your computer and write emails. And um, <laughs> and I so I tried to explain to him what it is that I do, and I wish that I had been as eloquent as you just were, but um, unfortunately I wasn't. So I think he still thinks that I basically just write emails all day. But Stop. anyway, <laughs> we do more than that. I feel I feel like I just <laughs> yammered at you, but apparently was eloquent. So thanks. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. No, it's really good. And, you know, some of the other things that that I, you know, from my side of things um, that I'm really excited about, um, you know, um, some things about virtual care, like really expanding, supporting yes. the expansion of virtual care in the organization. We just developed collaboration with lots of partners, a virtual care best practice guide. But Tyler, can you, at, like, what is that? Can you tell me? Sorry, well, you probably so, were just about yeah. to tell me. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's changing all the time, you know, and we've, but in fact, we've been doing it for decades and it really includes any delivering of care over using technology at a distance. It's kind of a weird way of explaining it. But uh, so, you, if, you know, we've done telehealth for a long time where you call a patient on the phone and you're talking to them and they're not physically right in front of you. Mm -hmm. Now we would consider that uh, virtual care. Now we're also, of course, we're using, you know, other types of video technology, Zoom and Skype and, you know, on our phones, sending text messaging with patients, emails, et cetera. All yeah. of these things are virtual care and it's really opened the door for access to, to patients that maybe didn't have great access before and they had to travel for days to come to a hospital. And that's not even really an exaggeration in lots of cases. And so it's yeah. presented lots of great opportunities, but there's also lots of things to think about when you're doing that and so we're learning as an organization and sometimes it's the right way to do it and other times it's of course not the best way so it's just so we're working to support um, how to do that in the best way as an organization so really excited to to do that the other things that we've done recently you know we're really interested in, in the profession of nursing I really struggled with that word there, profession of nursing <laughs> um, at large and making sure people, nurses have opportunities to take care of themselves 
to take care of each other with our mentorship network, looking mm. after our new graduates as they come in and transition um, nicely and so that they, they're set off onto a career where they're going to be successful and have lots of opportunities to develop. You know, So these are the things that we get to work on. And also, and you, you know, just did a bunch of stuff with this to make it more useful in the pandemic, right? Like you've you've adjusted yeah. this new grad um, approach to extend the period of time. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, we you know uh, advocated for some extended orientation for for new grads joining the organization in this kind of crazy time. So they've got a bit of extra orientation that's a funding available to them, and then we you know encourage them to. To use some some tick strategies that are effective in other areas around having like dedicated clinical guides or mentors and and just being really clear about you know learning plans and expectations and stuff. It sounds sounds pretty straightforward, but it's you know when you, when you're really kind of deliberate about it, it works really really well. And we hear lots of great stories from the people uh, mm -hmm. out there on the, on in the practice settings doing this. And yeah, so it's all very exciting. Um, Anything that helps people feel like they can transition into their role a little bit better, whether they are, and I know that this program that you're working on is related to new grads, but we've had a lot of movement. People are being redeployed. There's, yeah, exactly. I think that that notion of onboarding and supporting people to understand their new practice environment and who they're working with and how things are done in that environment is so important. And it's such a Kind of a high um, pressure time that uh, people just you know we have just this very small window to get people sort of up and running in their new practice environment one of the things that we've been working on in npp which hasn't been my work directly but is the high volume uh, vaccine clinics and prep stations and so making sure that nurses understand how they can prepare um, vaccination doses so that they can be administered more quickly, more efficiently, um, in a safe way, following the, the guidelines for vaccine prep, um, so that we can get people vaccinated and move them through these, these um, clinics as, as quickly and as safely as possible. Um, another thing that I got pulled into just the other day was uh, working on this um, oxygen resource on humidified high flow oxygen. And so, um, you know, we, we were given a task, 90 minutes, produce a document, collect all these resources together. And uh, it's basically to support nurses who are not used to um, using that equipment to applying it to their patients, to documenting on it, um, just in general, start to finish, like what is this machine and how do I use it? And so that was something that we um, put through really quickly and I hope has been helpful for folks. You know, we don't always have the kind of connection with our nursing professionals working um, at the patient interface, but I think it's really important that, uh, you know, we all work together in this network. Um, connecting with CNEs has been really helpful so that they can then carry these things forward and make sure that people have the support they need. So I think these are some really good examples of what our nursing professional practice team does um, and how we're really involved in the pandemic in a different way. Uh, I know that it is still with all that said, totally different than what nurses are experiencing in their lives um, on the units with patients in front of them. I can't even imagine how people must feel right now. Yeah. No, for sure. I completely agree. And, and it actually was that that exercise around the, compiling the resources earlier this week that needed to be done urgently. It just made it made me stop and you know what I was doing. 
uh, you know, after I was after he finished that, <laughs> um, doing the work. Um, but um, what, yeah, just that, what people must be feeling like if they're, you know, we're having to, in a, in a moment, collect resources. So clearly people are being redeployed to areas that they're not, you know, they haven't had the, you know, the best sort of orientation that we would have, you know, they would have preferred and they're, they're doing the best they can somewhere where, you know, helping out somewhere to help hold our system together. And that's really been a hallmark of this whole pandemic is just really how people have come together. And, and it's, and it's like touched, touched, taught me a lot about how resilient we are as, as healthcare professionals. But, but it made me think about, um, you know, flashback to those moments in my career where, you know, whether it was a brand new grad in a, in a setting that I was really unfamiliar with and, or, you know, at other points of transition in my career where you just feel really vulnerable and almost stick to your stomach sometimes because you don't know, you don't even know what you don't know. And you don't, maybe you don't even know who to ask. And you're so at the mercy of, of other people. And, you know, Mm -hmm. at the same time trying to help people that are, that are also feeling the patients who are also feeling vulnerable and scared. And so it just made me think about all of the nurses and, and health professionals in general out there doing, putting themselves in those positions and being redeployed. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it just, I mean, it's just, um, yeah, I think I'm think we're just, a, I'm going to say a big thank you. And uh, if you, I sympathize completely sympathize even and um so important to you know not not even just in hospitals but out in the public the kindness is so is more important now than ever because we don't know what people are going through and um and also you know thank a healthcare worker oh for if sure you know one just send them a message send them a text send them hope you're doing okay check in on them drop up some delicious treats for them whatever that might be um but you know the, i think it'll you know help yeah, absolutely. Anything helps. And I think, you know, you're right. It's not an ideal state. This is not what we would hope to be doing in terms of, um, you know, orientating folks and uh, the type of care that we would prefer to give. I mean, what is an ideal state anyway, right? Like we always want to do more, I think, as healthcare professionals. Um, but we are a resilient bunch, all of us, nurses, uh, physios, um, Uh, the whole team, physicians, you name it, everyone is learning on the fly and everyone feels vulnerable. Uh, And there are a lot of probably frayed ends happening right now. But that community that you talk about, this notion that that we're all together in it, that uh, we depend on each other to take care of our patients and their families, um, to take care of each other, not even for our patients, but our community members, right? Like, It comes down to those basic uh, public health measures, wearing a mask when you need to, washing your hands, staying home, all of these things. We do these things for each other because we ultimately care about um, about the others around us. And so, you know, it isn't a great feeling uh, when we feel uncertain about how to do things both in our community and in those work settings. But I think together, when we um, lean on each other, we can work through these problems. We can use our critical thinking skills. I know that nurses at the front line are absolutely doing this, um, despite all of those layers of stress. You know, I remember those days, as you said, where you don't feel great about what you're doing. You really don't know what you don't know, as you said. You've got this um, these layers of stress and emotion, and so you pause for a minute, a minute, and you just sort of take a breath. Okay. 
I, I can do this calculation. I can do this care. I'm just going to take a breath right here in this moment. And then I can move forward and I can think more clearly. And I think never in, in our history, uh, in our lifetimes, have we had to do that as much as a sort of collective nursing body um, to lean on each other just as much as we have. And to take those moments, those tiny, it feels like, you know, milliseconds sometimes where we're taking a breath and, and collecting ourselves. Um, so, yeah, I just think that's really powerful, that notion of community. I mean, I guess the thing is, we could all, we could all be there, right? Uh, we could all be sick. Yeah. We could all be redeployed. Sure. Yeah. So I think you're right. Kindness is so important. Uh, thanking healthcare workers is so important. And um, as Tyler said, we're going to continue to produce these podcasts and uh, know that some people <laughs> have been listening and that it, uh, I think, is striking a chord. I hope so. And very well said. Well, I think we leave it at that. So thanks for the conversation. Thanks for listening and nurses out there. Thanks for everything you're doing. See you next time. Thanks for stopping by. You can find us at AHS Podcast. Please, please subscribe. Musical introduction is thanks to Yes Nice. You can find them on Apple Music, iTunes, and Spotify. See you next time.